If one of the hardest things to figure out these days is what to watch next, first of all, congrats. Second of all, you should check out HBO Max. Discover something new to watch on HBO Max like Lovecraft Country, the new HBO series from Jordan Peele, Misha Green, and J.J. Abrams that's got everyone buzzing. Plus, HBO Max is the only place you'll find new binge-worthy Max originals like Selena Gomez's new cooking show. You heard that right, Selena Gomez's Learning to Cook, from some of the world's best chefs, no less. Find your next favorite all in one place on HBO Max. Start streaming today, download the app, or visit hbomax.com to start your free trial. Welcome to Switched Off Book. I'm songwriter Charlie Harding. And I'm musicologist Nate Sloan. And I'm person Jess McKenna. And I'm human, question mark, Zach Reno. (laughs) I'll have to get to the bottom of that. (laughs) I'll never tell. (laughs) This is a really fun mashup of two different podcasts. Right, what are we calling it? Switched Switched Off off Pop Book. Switched off off book. book. Yeah. Yeah. So pop. We make a show called Switched on Pop, where we break down the making and meaning of popular music. Mm. And we overwhelmingly admire what you do on Off Book. We make a completely improvised musical podcast with that laughs in the face of music. (laughs) We've also got um, King of Pianists, Pianist of Kings, Scott Passarella making everything up. We got Brett on the frets, who is our guitar player and also our engineer. We got producer Dana Wickens, Wicks on the Sticks, producer and Dana, producer and Dana, producer and drummer and Dana. Producer and Dana. And we have your lovely producer, Megan, joining us. Yeah. We have Sh- we have Shannon from Your Wolf. We yeah. have a whole team making this happen, and it's really exciting. Okay, so I wanted to do this because I embarrassingly know almost nothing about musicals, and my job is to, like, break down music. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Nate has written a couple of musicals. It's true. He does not improvise them. No. You improvise musicals. Yes. And it is probably the most stunning thing that I have ever heard. Oh, Oh, wow. It it wows (laughs) me every time, really. The wow is appropriate. And what I wanted to do today was basically I, I was hoping that you would teach me about the fundamental form of a musical we could we have an amazing band here. Yes. We could break down some of the music that's happening, which is what Nate and I do. Mm-hmm. And I also really want to learn about how it is that you do what you do. I want to know about, about, the, about the magic. I want to break it down. Great. We go now to the inside of me and Zach's brain. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a classic opening number. Yeah. So the, uh, the purpose of this is not even so much to introduce characters as much as it is to set the world and the tone of that's the thing. Right. We might meet characters that are important here, but we might not. But, but Scott is giving us a sort of like musical landscape here. And also, so... Mm. He's playing with us. If you're familiar with improv terms, we are going to yes and. We're going to say yes to what he's giving us, which is like, we gave him brains. Mm. This is what he chose. And we're like, "Mm -hmm, that's great. And I'm like, neurons, fire. Right. I'm not thinking about like chaos. It doesn't feel like the inside out brain. It feels more like a space brain. Where are we? What is this? How do we make up spontaneous music? Well, over here, if you can follow my lead, I'll take you to areas I can access with speed. This is an opening number. This is an opening number. As 
Because we had some of the background set But now at the end of this breath I'll say, oh look, neurons are firing Really paint the picture of a brain And because Jessica knows song structure She knows the next part is insane We go back to the such a beautiful meta a meta musical <laughs> meta musical meta musical um so what charlie what do we want to what do we want to isolate from from the opening number of the musical i mean we're we're tutoring you here so well i feel like what i've just found is that i've been launched into a world it's exciting it's energized like i'm i'm ready to keep moving and i want to know what happens next yeah so without knowing a lot of musical theater yeah. i mean i think great musicals you know maybe you meet uh you meet jean valjean at the end of, 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 yeah. of the most, opening number mostly you're just seeing a bunch of people in a prison camp you're like okay this is france <laughs> right. okay some people are in jail right the opening number of uh company is them all talking about mm, bobby and then you right. don't meet bobby till the end uh, so the opening uh, number of oklahoma is just a guy being like the sun is nice <laughs> and <laughs> corn is good um, i'm trying to think other like classic opening numbers um but you know that's something that zach and i are we're not though we are improvising we're not inventing a form like there's a lot of roadmap there for us huh. and we know that an opening number especially for us we have this additional thing that's happening where we're bringing a guest along right. who mm -hmm. maybe has less of a familiarity than we do yeah and so that's like a first number to be like there's really no stress yet about plot we're just gonna like explore the world get on the same page about tone the who what where what are we what kind of story are we dealing with we can really also only have that flexibility because scott and the band uh, are also so flexible because 
there like there is a song structure, but Jess and I break that structure all the time, and a guest often comes in not knowing that structure. Mm. So if I've just finished a verse and Scott is like clearly building back up to the chorus, and then uh, no, I'm doing a verse, and I'm the guest that I'm new, and I thought that a verse was a thing to do, like he'll just go back and do that again, and then he'll do the yeah, chorus later because yeah, yeah. who cares? We're only gonna do it once. Right, <laughs> it doesn't exactly. Have to, we I'm, don't we don't burden the guest with like here's uh here's like. A, a pamphlet before you start about like all the things to remember. We're like, come be out of your comfort zone with us. We'll we'll take care of you. So that's yeah. outside of like just a musical structure, something that we're thinking about. And I, I tell this to new musical improvisers all the time. Like structure is there, like study it, learn it, it will yeah. help you. And then when you're doing a show, throw it away mm. because it, it's, it's not the most important part of what what right. your brain is doing. I feel like I've never been more prepared for a modulation in my life than what just <laughs> happened. Yeah. Like you are all, I, I, how often do we get a modulation up a key in the opening number? I feel like you raised the stakes well, before the stakes. Yeah, Scott, Scott, speak to it. Oh, we by also, the way, guys, we got Scott we on the got, mic. We've given yeah. The thing we swore we'd never do. Oh God, it's happening. Uh, I would say it's maybe like one out of 20. Very rarely. Okay. It's mostly a, I know this is going to mess with them. At this point, I only do it. At the least opportune times, which uh, I really yeah. need to stop doing. No, and no, I, no, no, you, not at all. I feel like I, I don't want to speak for you, but it's also the fact that we were doing that without a guest. Oh, yeah. If there had been a guest, I would certainly not do that yeah. to them. That would be cruel and heartless. But to just us, it's fun. Like, yeah. we expect that. Plus, I figured if we're hitting opening number, like, let's grab as many of those yes. tropes yeah. as we can at once. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. So what happens after an opening number? What, what, where do we go? Oh, okay, great. Barbara, do you have the charts for the person in room 33? Um, yeah, of, of course sorry, I do, doctor. I say doctor. person. I should know his name. I'm having a Dr. day. Dr. Sutton, it's just on the top there. Oh, gosh, Barbara. Are you all right? Yeah. Did I write down Trey? T-R-A-Y? Is this man's name Trey, or did I do that wrong? T-R-A-Y? You maybe were just thinking about lunch? His name is printed at the top. You know, the nurse, we do this for you. Um, so I'm maybe sorry. you were just hungry. Uh, I mean, I might as well be. I've had... His name is Bryce Tanner. Bryce Tanner. I could have sworn his name was Trey. I'm starving. Can we get food? Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. I haven't, I've been on a, this is like, this is my 26th hour of a, what was supposed to be a 14 hour shift. Dr. Sutton. People keep getting, oh, I need brain surgery now. And normally it's the sort of thing you plan out in advance, but I kept getting person after person of needing brain surgery now. Dr. Sutton, us hardworking folks in the healthcare industry, you know, we take care of a lot of people, but... Are you taking care of yourself? What do you mean? Who's tending to you, Dr. Sutton? Who's asking you the questions? How do you feel? Who's asking after you, Dr. Sutton? On the pain scale of one to ten, is this real? Who's taking into account how you are doing and wondering if you have had some food? I might be overstepping, but I just want to say, take care of yourself, it's true. Who doctors the doctors? Who doctors the people who wear the lab coats? Who doctors the doctors? Jeez, Barbara, I really don't know. It's like there are so many people coming in and all of them patients but when it takes time taking time for myself is something for which i have no patience getting up every day and saving other people's lives i don't have time to sit or have time to sleep or have 
have time to steam delicious rice Ooh, Steamed rice on my section of the musical so uh that i think if we were if it it's sort of an i want song i think we get the suggestion of the central problem character uh we're maybe from here gonna further explore that this doctor who doesn't know how to have self-care yeah this like this doctor at the end of the song it's like okay he's gonna start taking care of himself right he's definitely not gonna do it right yes the first time he tries he's gonna need people to help him on this path or we would if we were just following him that we we there's a couple ways that we sometimes i mean there's infinite ways that we go about this but the other thing that could happen is we might introduce someone right now who is directly in the way of what this doctor is trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And it might be himself, like, it might be himself, he might just be bad at it, or we might, like, throw a villain in there. It really depends on the story. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no sort of right or wrong way to go about it. Yeah. It's just kind of what we want to do. Yeah, fairly soon we'll throw an obstacle. But also, you know, 
we're uh we're also a comedy podcast yeah. so i feel like we're also leaning into like okay he's gonna doctor the doctor and this is gonna be a song about yeah, like yeah. not eating rice we're gonna give it the high stakes of of part of your world like but it's maybe not actually and then we're just gonna list professions <laughs> yeah for a while so the oh yeah no this is great the opening number kind of brings you into the world gets you hopped up and energized yes. and then the next song maybe the i want song kind of establishes the stakes yes. a little. So now we're like, all right, we're invested. What's what's going to go down here? And it's our first suggestion of who probably the protagonist is or our first protagonist. If it, it This could still morph into somewhat of an yeah, ensemble story. For but, sure. Uh, Especially but, because this I Want song is not super clearly saying like, here is the clear trajectory of this man. Right. So can we shine our musicological spotlight yeah. on, on something now because something that really struck me about the opening of that song was the vamp like Ooh. what is Hot a vamp cha -cha. and can I get a vamp right now actually and how does it have this ability to make whatever you're saying sound somehow incredibly interesting and like it's going to lead to something extraordinarily Profound. Except this isn't because I know, <laughs> yeah, no, you go, it's music, in. so it's interesting. Hmm. And if I say it slow enough with music behind it, what an interesting thing. But really, I'm buying time <laughs> until I can find a rhyme. And maybe it's spoken. Maybe I don't sing yet because we're still deciding whose song this is. Like if we have a scene between the doctor and the nurse, well, which of us is going to take the first verse? Okay, uh, it's the nurse. So she's playing. Yeah, so. So that's amazing. So like, I'm so great. This is such, and this is like a un, kind of a unique thing about musicals this the vamp like you don't this isn't something we encounter so much in pop music i think it's right because it's for it's like for the stage and it's for and yeah. it gives you that flexibility and, and it can be as long or, or short as you want if you're if you're a, a musical that is not sung through or doesn't have music throughout like yeah. in like hamilton or rent or les mis, mis the music never stops right but if you're a, a more traditional book lyric uh, book music musical, I think you need that adjustment period for the audience so that it's less jarring. Right. That people are yeah. suddenly singing, you know, like in West Side Story, it's like we got a whistle and snap over vamp and we have yeah. to go like, hey, you, before we really like get into. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, so <laughs> because, because even musicals that have like are sung through do their version of stalling. Like uh, Fa Fa <laughs> Phantom of the Opera has sections where like, Christine, it's recitative and it's basically one note and I might as well be talking, but because no one has just talked in this musical, this is the way we're going to do it, Christy! Yeah. Like, that's, like, but yeah. it's basically, it's, it's yeah, serving yeah. the same purpose. Yes. Lame, like, Lame is, is a little differently where, but there's a similar, like, we are just shouting at each other from across the, the room. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I guess, so, that's, so like, because singing Going from talking to singing is inherently unnatural, and right. so the vamp provides the bridge yes. for you to get to that like place of heightened emotion. Right. It's it's helping you suspend your disbelief that music can just happen in this world first, and you're yeah. like, okay. And now they're gonna sing what they were once saying, and the very like emotional and glib thing that people say is 
in musicals people sing when words are no longer enough. Mm. Uh, which, when I used to say that in college, I'd be like, right? <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, ew, a little bit. The, but. The, uh, the other one that I remember, this just reminded me of, I don't know if this is apropos what we're talking about, but it's like, when people are in love, they sing. When mm. people are making love, they dance. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's great. Um, but it is supposed to be like something heightened, right? right. Just something heightened is happening. That's why we're singing. Even in a something where the music doesn't stop, there it is going to shift when, like in Hamilton, burn feels a lot different than them like rapping about like uh, before the story of tonight. Like it feels different. It feels more like a standalone song, even mm. in a show that the music doesn't stop. And if I can go like super chord nerd for a minute, like a vamp is this awesome, like just do this for as long as you need to. And like usually with like a pop song, it'll be like. And go right now. And which, 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 is, nice. which is great for me because keep in mind if we're improvising, like we don't know what key Scott is yeah. playing is or where he's going. Right. It's really nice to hear something for a second before you dive in. Right. It's really hard for Scott to play and me to sing at the same time. Right. Yeah. So the simpler the vamp, the better. Yeah. I, yeah. I lean on this, the sustained <laughs> chord. You know, it could be real great for the guests to come in. On any beat, yeah. and now that's the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Vamp. I want to know where that word comes from now. I actually have no idea. Oh. Hmm. Anybody? I oh. thought that, well, Vampires. no. I was no. going to take like a wild swing that it's like. It's an Italian word. Well, All it, of them isn't are. It no, a, isn't it a. Isn't it a. Uh, like, isn't a vamp kind of like a saucy woman? Yeah, and is a yeah. vamp like laying on top of a piano? Like, hey, everybody, thanks for coming out to the show. Hey, we got a great show for you lined up. Hard-hearted Hannah, the vamp, the vamp of Savannah, PA. Yeah, what? Is that a song? No. Hard-hearted it's Hannah. A, it's, a, it's a working Something. hypothesis. That's yeah. my current hypothesis. We'll have to, we'll do it. We'll, we'll is that the... it's a saucy lady laying on yeah. a piano. That who, sounds right. Who needs the underscore to be like, what a what a marvelous show. What a glorious <laughs> time to be alive. Oh, back when I was just a little girl, I used to sit by my mama's knee. You know that thing where I feel like old-timey cabaret singers <laughs> totally, used to go yeah. from like, and my mother would say, you need to shuck those peas before you come in here, Victoria. Oh, peas. But honestly, who eats peas anymore? <laughs> like, I feel like that's vamping. Yeah. It could be like a vaudevillian thing. Uh, I feel like so much goes back to vaudeville. I'm yeah. buying. I'm buying. The yeah. important thing is that there's no way to know. <laughs> so that was encyclopedic. Should we should we move on? What, what yeah, comes well, after? I'm, per I'm particularly oh, – well, I'm, I'm just curious. I feel like we've had this great opening number, which made me really excited. And I, like, learned about somebody. And then – I learned a little bit more about them, but like all the all the music has been like very uplifting so far. And I'm wondering, do you think about this? Is the music gonna shift from here? Where where do we go? So, uh, right, great. Um, <clears throat> okay, and no, we do not have enough money for this. We do not have enough money for this. Uh, we do not have enough money for Hospital this. Hospital director Klein. <laughs> Do you mind if I come into your office? Well, you're already in here, aren't you, Curtis? Yes, I've been sleeping in the corner because you said there's not enough money for you to go home. There's not enough money for you to I go home, I wasn't sure Curtis. exactly what that meant, but you're the boss, so I followed you. Well, I'm just in here slashing things from the hospital's budget. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, most of the rooms are now closed and we're using them as escape rooms. We're renting them Good. out to other people. Good. 
Yes, that's what I want. I know that this is all about making money, and I know that since the doctor here is refusing to charge exorbitant prices for his brain surgery. Sort of New Amsterdam bullshit. (laughs) I will not have it, Curtis. I will stop that Dr. Sutton if it's the last thing I do. Hospital Director Klein, he's helping so many people. Aren't you worried? What's helping people more than an escape room? It's escapism, and it's puzzles, and you maybe learn something, and and you work on collaboration. And it's a room. Yes, Curtis, it is is a room. I'm in a room a series of riddles and tasks. What do I do next is the question I ask. Do I unlock this? Are these numbers significant? Do any of these things lead to me being triumphant? I will get to the top of the heap and I won't let anyone stop me. You will help cause I can't afford to not have you help. Oh, no one can escape my person that sits inside the room you don't know if they're a part of it or not yes they answer questions but only danger questions like you're touching something live and it might be hot they say don't touch that it's not part of the room yes but you touch it anyway and then you get thrown out and you never know how the room ends the experience that i had you What is care if I don't care? And what is the room if there's no one in there? And how do you escape when you're chased by a bear? And what is this and what is why? Why do we do anything? Why do we try? Nothing matters, so why must I care? And what will you do if you're chased by a bear? No one can escape a bear. Bears are more of the funding for yes, all the rooms. Go back to that corner, Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want us to give you on and you want to jump in? I forgot we were just doing this more through. Or... You know, the thing, the play yeah. is itself. You know, the thing the, is itself. The thing is, it is Whatever, the there's a quote there. Yeah. What is the thing itself? Um, I just mean, this is now I feel the form, we so we don't need to fight it. it. Yeah, this is what it is. <laughs> wow. Uh, so that was that was the villain's entrance. Sounded was, like it. That yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> what do we have? We have we have a minor we have a minor key, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's that seems necessary. 
And also kind of like a, a jazzy vibe. Yeah. I jazz is that. evil is the thing that we're trying to tell everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, I think we do play, uh, we lean into the tropes of your more like cartoony yeah. villains more often on yeah. off books. So that means that we're going to play with tropes like like a Captain Hook, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. a Tarantella, a Tango. Like God. these big style choices that keep the villains like playful and fun, much more mm. Ursula, you know, poor unfortunate souls, those kind of uh, oh, we gotta get histories. more Tarantellas going. Yeah. So, <laughs> such a good villain song. <laughs> to sit in here in a room quite clear. Yeah. One of the things I notice in your your song structures is just so different than pop music, which is sort of our that's where we sit, is that uh Verses and choruses actually progress. Like you take us somewhere as the song goes on. And we've talked to a lot of songwriters mm. on our show where they'll do a songwriting session. It lasts all day. And then they're like, oh, shoot, we forgot a bridge. And then people are like, should we write a bridge? Bridge? Nah, <laughs> no, do bridge. no bridge. We don't need a bridge. Or like, OK, fine, we'll put together a bridge, whatever. And I feel like you're taking it like one – the first chorus, second chorus, and third chorus are never the same. They, uh, they're, they're moving forward. So this, yes. this is a thing about comedy specifically. Uh, so Jess has a really good play on words there with that chorus, right? No one can escape my, my doom. doom. We're clearly making like an escape room pun. But which is like maybe funny the first time you hear it a chorus. And if it's a pop song, yeah. it just has to be catchy when you hear it every time. Yeah. If it's a joke, you have to change it because mm-hmm. no one is going to laugh at that chorus the third time yeah. they hear it. Now, you don't have to, right. but you have the option to. Right. So we we lean on that a lot, especially mm. in a four-line chorus, that third line making it mutable. Or huh. he's like inserting bonus jokes is like an echo thing. But I think because – so half of this is musical theater trope where, yes, there is plot movement and there's character development. And that's – part of the progression of musical theater where it started, where songs used to just be like, let's put the pop songs of the day in yeah. a show mm-hmm. and let's have that singing be like, there is a vamp singing. There is like a cabaret singer is singing the song. that, And so the music happens in the world. And then when we transition to the Tin Pan Alley musicals and like Roger and Hammerstein, that's when we get into like this, we end the song different than where we started it. Mm. Um, either plot, character development, character owning a want, or uh, characters falling in love. Something is different when we end the song. Yep. And then for the comedy side of us, we want to make sure it's funny throughout. Mm-hmm. And we're not just relying on the same pattern, but we're playing with pattern and heightening for it. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, even musicals, like traditionally, for a very, and Justice said this, for a very long time, action stops when the song starts. Right. Um, oh. Until and like, like sometime ish. No, I think I don't o- think so. Yeah, I think well, Oklahoma like is Rent yeah. and yeah. Hamilton do like more of the opera thing where it's like moving along and singing the plot, but like a lot of it's just like, hey, we're doing stuff and now let's talk about how we're in love for three minutes. Mm. Yeah, but I, we are more in love oh, at no. the end of the song. I than guess we started. I know I'm thinking of the other delineation, which is into like quote unquote modern musical theater, but yes, Oklahoma yeah. is when that shift happens, which is like the was taught to me as golden age musical theater, which yes. is, a, I think, an arbitrary label. But but I think, yeah, Sondheim then pushes that even further. We're like, we're now densely packing lyrics, lyrically. And and from now on, like, if you aren't p- paying attention to the lyrics, you might miss significant plot points. Yeah. Not just like, hey, I think this girl wishes she could escape her humdrum life. And now I know she wants to escape her humdrum life. <laughs> like that plot movement is is character based and emotional based, and that and then we move into like, oh, and here's like how she's gonna do it, and here's like all the reasons why, and here's like the people in her life who will help her. And you know, like we've moved that needle for it more yeah. and more forward. I mean, that's that's right. It's so pop form is more like a circle, 
and musical theater form is more like an an arc or yeah. something or or an arrow, right? You end somewhere different than like than you began. It's like a staircase. Because often I think uh, a chorus in not comedy songs is the the reset. Yeah, it's the restating of the thesis. You're not necessarily getting new information, mm. so it's the time for like us to come back as a as a performer and an audience member to be like, right, that's still the main idea. Yeah. It's not like look at this stuff, isn't it neat? It's part of your world. Which is just a really great one. Song, I but. think it's like an escalator because it's a staircase that all moves. <laughs> it's like it, it, I wonder if that's the reason why you don't really hear. I mean, with with few exceptions, you don't hear a lot of musical theater songs cross into the pop sphere. You don't turn on, you know, your right. the radio and hear unless you're listening to like you know the musical station on Sirius or whatever. Like, and you even don't. like Greatest Showman, which is like not not super like. The music isn't modern-ish, but you could you could hear like it, it is modern influenced. You would be like something about it being on the radio would make you think. This. I think that one song, at least people like performed it on The Voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. you they know, have, um, they have Dana uh, on the mic. Dana I'm on, on the, the mic, mic now. I <laughs> said so they Pink did. Um, they, they did like those like the re the remixed <laughs> yes. or like remastered That's whatever right. they were called. I yeah, mean, whatever. But, but those Greatest Showman songs, I've heard at least three on the radio, hmm. like consistently. They're not the on non musical radio. On non musical radio, for sure. I listen to the radio a lot. This <laughs> is a big reveal. Dana Hart's radio. The radio. <laughs> I heart radio, but not, I don't heart. I heart radio. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, they're all on there. But I mean, it's it's. Anybody listening, I don't think would assume that it's from that show, but it is. So yeah. it's kind of neat that it kind of like sneaks in. But there wasn't like us, even though it was everywhere and massive, it was not like there was a song from Hamilton that was on the radio. Yeah. No. Yeah. And uh, even like, I feel like Defying Gravity made it into the zeitgeist, but not because it was on the radio. <laughs> right. like, you I would hear like, it before movies played in movie theaters yeah. while people were loading in. <laughs> like, I feel like Let It Go from Frozen maybe got like fairly close, but. Mm. Uh, We've talked about this because of the nature of musical production. It takes years for musicals to get made. Right. Your very current sounding song by the time your musical comes right. out is three years yeah, old. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like maybe this is just because I'm getting older and you can speak to this, but I feel like pop music moves at like a wild rate now. Like yeah. I feel oh, like yeah. I can't I can't I can't keep track of what they're doing. <laughs> Jessica no. just put on a hairnet by yeah. the way. <laughs> it is one of the fastest moving art forms. Like yes. that and internet memes is probably the only thing that moves fast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like I feel like if I haven't listened to New Music Friday, uh, where all the yeah. releases come out every single week, I'm behind. Yeah. I feel and it's made it's at a right now where I'm a little like, hmm, throwing my hands yeah. up because <laughs> I like I can't do it. And my new, I feel like I'm not uh, on the pulse enough, you know, as someone who doesn't really listen to the radio. Uh, mm. All my music comes to me like chosen. Whereas, mm. whereas musical theater, I mean, even that song we just we just heard, the uh, Escape Room, is like reaching back to these older styles. It's yes. like that's such a part of the sound. Yeah, yeah. You're also, you're like you're setting it. You're you're setting everything up for me. Like I'm totally just game to go along for your ride. And the the the, the whole song functions totally differently. Like I'm not supposed to sing along in the chorus unless I'm your guest and I'm your guest, but I'm not singing along because I'm not a, a comic guest and I can't do what you do. <laughs> um, but, but it's so like, I'm just game to listen through the chorus and it, it like, there's enough that I know that where the melody is going to go, but I have no idea where the story is going to go. And that's a totally different function than if I'm at a Taylor Swift concert where my job is to sing during the chorus. You don't want people singing during the Broadway musical. Right. Exactly. Yes. Not on their first listen. Exactly. You want them to be paying attention no. and like getting every, 
every beat. Yeah. Um, well, I wonder, okay, uh, I wonder if we could try to lean poppier musically and what, yeah. what that, I mean. Feels like your job. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> band. <laughs> I feel like, uh, you know, one of the things that because we're improvising it and that's hard, you know, we give ourselves as many legs up as possible. So mm-hmm. that, the fact that Zach and I grew up doing musicals, that means that that's probably going to be the kind of source material for a lot of stuff. But hopefully yeah. our music gets other influences. For sure. Scott is also playing on a piano, traditionally a piano-ish instrument. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. So, uh, what were we doing in the story? It's been so long. I, I, I got it. <laughs> I have to say, there was one of my 
most favorite musical features in that song. um, Clearly, you really thought about this very deeply. (laughs) Um, In your chorus, Am I Missing Something? You start late. And we call that text painting, Ooh. right? Where the text lines up with what's happening in the music. And I'm almost like, I caught my breath and I was like, oh my gosh, is that going to be there on time? And then am I missing something? And the music and the words perfectly match. <laughs> Good job, Zach. <laughs> yeah, plan. <laughs> no, I mean, well, well, so gr- yeah, I will just say like structurally, I feel like, okay, I can tell just by, and this is also just like, now we're going to dip into improv language. I can tell by hit his physical presence he wants to add to this song. Mm -hmm. Because I'm thinking it can just be this nurse by herself. Mm -hmm. So then uh, I am starting to get the sense that maybe he wants into it, which is why I make the choice to double up on a verse instead of adding a chorus. Because I'm like, okay, well, maybe we're just going to almost, we're going to duet this, but they're going to be in separate spaces. So maybe I'll let him, maybe we'll get to a chorus so late, I'll let him set maybe a one verse, because I've already done two, so this is getting pretty long, and then we'll meet on a chorus once I know how he's feeling. Mm. Uh, but that's also just like the improv world of me seeing, oh, he wants in this song. Okay, great. Be in this song. That means I'm not going to set a chorus yet, because I don't know what your move is. He's just <laughs> jealous, and he wants to sing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I should know. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> and are, you, are you cueing Scott to give you a second verse? No. no. He's just, no, li- he's just, I, just listening. I, I mean, she is not like with her hands or body or yeah. anything, but like by the musical choice she's making, I'm like, you're aiming to do a verse. Why would you choose to do a chorus that way? Like, it's sort of that <clears throat> thing of like, once you've heard a thousand musicals, you <laughs> kind of have a template. Yeah. Um, and I almost back myself into a tagline structure, which we don't almost ever do. Which is why um, I, Which yeah. is what I abandoned because he made a verse. Which, which is why I came in because yeah. I was like, if we're doing a traditional pop song. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. probably no tagline. Probably a chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, tagline songs are hard. <laughs> well, they're hard because like, I feel like we, we find choruses more satisfying. And for our... Wait, what, what do we mean by a tagline? So tagline so, is no chorus. That's like um, Somewhere, Somewhere Over the, the Rainbow. rainbow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Did It My Way. Oh, yeah. Uh, New York, New York. New York, New York. Surf yeah. These are like ABA songs. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Um, um, and and in, the, in the more abstract, it's just a... You sing a verse and you either begin it the same every time or you end it the same every time. And that's the only sort of repeating. Right. Uh, Yeah. And I feel like Zach and I land because of trying to like set up rhymes for ourselves or rhymes for each other or rhymes for a guest. We set up sometimes this world where we sing verses that have a lot of parallelism, but aren't taglines. Like I was doing it in that song where I was like, and I'm kind of saying the same kind of line again. Like I'm giving myself something that is like an approximation of a tagline only to then be like, never mind, it's a yeah. chorus. <laughs> you're either going to be like, da, 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 or you're going to go down, da, 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 and then I'll be like, okay, one or the other. Exactly. We're done yeah. or not. Yeah. So it's these subtle cues that you've done for enough times that you know exactly where they're going. Well, like music has done like too. Like sure. we're yeah. just ripping. It's, I mean, like yeah. a lot of what we do, because we have studied some music theory between the two of us, but it's yep. mostly very intuitive. Right. It's mostly kind of like, Scott, like, Scott, play something. Like, you can tell the vibe of, like, you can have not studied music at all. You don't yeah. know whether he's playing, like, you don't know what major chords are. You don't know what minor chords are. You know what the emotional sort of impact of this song is. You even know what, if you're thinking of a musical, you know, like, this feels like a sunny spring morning, maybe after a fight where people are trying to see a brand new day. You know, like it, yep, you, yep. you start to see visuals. I see a <laughs> rowboat and a family of little ducks. 
Why did I say too much last night? Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> the classic setup of that rhyme okay. where you have to end on the joke. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, you start to see pictures also of where you want to set where we are. Yeah. And then because we were trying to give ourselves the challenge of making that sound more poppy, I was like, this bridge, the nurse is just going to say... She's going to be like emotional high. She's going to say like one word. Yeah. It's not going to matter. It's going to be more about like her emotional like explosion of being lonely at night and saying like, oh, 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 it's night. Not like I need this information to matter. Yeah. Which is also great when you have two people singing at the same time. Right. But it's very hard to track two narratives going on and changing at the same time. Yeah. So if one person is doing like more wordy stuff, the other person should just ooze, ahs, nights. Yeah. Speaking of which, can we talk vocal harmonies for a second? Yeah. Because that's one of the things we love about Off Book. And now that we're in the room, we can ask like what sometimes or you you can sense it's coming. But how do you know who's going to hit what note? Is I'm it, almost it's, always it's, the melody. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> I mean, Zach grew up uh, in choir being a tenor. So his ear is a million times uh, more developed than mine, who was a soprano who always got to sing the melody. I've gotten way better in the last like five years as we've done a lot more musical improv together. But I would say most of the time. I'm holding the melody. And then if I'm harmonizing, I'm pulling a real simple third. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't, it, it's tricky. Like, um, other than just like holding the bass line over and over and over again, it's, it's mostly, it's a lot of parallel. It's a lot of like me either jumping up above Jessica, yeah. or below Jessica and moving where she is. And I think you do end up singing more harmonies than you think <laughs> these days. Well, like, again, like all of this is to say none of these thoughts are actively happening. Sure. In it's the just moment. kind of like wild fly by, it's you so know, cool. seat of our pants. But we love tight arms. We love them. I They're love great. Arms. I'm always really happy when I think, when I do one that is not just a parallel of what the melody is. That's different. It's satisfying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's also like I am. A, I am better at. I am better at. I'm. I'm okay at singing. I'm good at singing harmonies. Mm -hmm. Like I, I take pride in that. Like that's that's just where my particular skill set lies. Because um, it did singing. Some, oh, thanks. Searching for what to stream next? HBO Max is where all of HBO meets the greatest collection of movies, shows, and Max originals for everyone in the family. Discover something fresh to watch with new HBO series like Lovecraft Country from Jordan Peele, Misha Green, and J.J. Abrams, or The Undoing, starring Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant. You can also jump into a new Max original like Selena Gomez's new cooking show, Selena and Chef, or The Flight Attendant, a dark new comedic thriller starring Kaylee Cuoco. Ridley Scott's even producing a new series called Raised by Wolves. Whether you want to rewatch classic favorites or finally get into that show your friends have recommended a thousand times, HBO Max has something for everyone. Start streaming today and find your next favorite. Download the app or visit hbomax.com to start your free trial. Support for this podcast comes from the IT experts at CDW, people who get it. At CDW, we get the future workplace works differently. Today's my first day back. Almost forgot what floor we were on. Understandable. But with modern health and safety technology orchestrated by CDW, the future can work better. Technology like thermal screening and occupancy tracking enables employees to walk confidently into the office. Wait, this isn't my floor. Is this even my building? Even if it's been a while. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash work. 
I'm no you. Okay, so we've had the opening number. We've had the I Want song. We've had the villain's entrance. We've had a sort of pop interlude. Yeah, now's our favorite part. Comes right. next. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, can all these ca- hey, hey cafeteria workers? Yeah. Can you get in here for oh, a second? Oh, no, guys. What? What? Are you late? I'm late. It's okay. Come in the door. You're here. Okay. I was here on time. I know. I'm counting you as on time. I'm on time, everyone. I want everyone I to know I've also that been on time. Stephen was also, on time. I've also been on yeah, time. Mary's on time, too. I've been on time. Yeah, I know, guys. You're all on time. Are you here? Has the I meeting... was, I'm just showing up now, okay. so I'm late. Okay. Well, I do have to say then... Barnaby's late. Barnaby is late. Down. But, Stephen, you're Stephen on time. Stephen was on time. Mary's, Mary's on time. Mary's also on time. All right. We can't go through this every time. In fact, in my head, I actually thought of this meeting as 12.15 because I thought at least 15 minutes we're going to talk about uh, who's on time. Okay, then Barnaby was on time. Not you were meeting in... doesn't start till 12.15, then Barnaby, Barnaby was on Barnaby, you were in my time. head, so I feel like you should still count this as trying to do better about being on time. Is this a meeting about how Barnaby's always late? No, we wouldn't... We I would do that in a much more calm, one-to-one... Thank you. Barnaby, I wouldn't shame you in front of your colleagues. I don't know, life is hard. I know, I'm not here to make it harder. I've made that abundantly... Haven't I made that perfectly clear? Oh, you're doing great. You like the way that you always sort of, like, give people extra food even if they don't want it? Well, yeah. Or if they do want it and can't pay for it? Yeah. (laughs) Life's already gonna rain on your parade. Why not make it an easier day? Oh, no, oh, no. I'm not here to make it hard. Sometimes life kicks you out and you're very, very late And there is some doubt as to when the meeting was starting Cause life is hard And sometimes you really wanna be on the stool But you get here too late to sit on the stool So you stand by the stool and hope next time you're on the stool Hello, excuse me, excuse me, I'm sorry, am I late? Am I late? Yeah, you Did you start the meeting without me? Francois, you're you are late. And I mean we were kind of starting the meeting. We were kind of starting like a prelude to the meeting. Okay. Wait, so the meeting has not begun yet? Well, it kind of had. Okay. I'm counting you late, but you know, I'm not going to be mad about it. Okay. The meeting has started and I am on time. Everyone knows that I am here. Do not worry about Francois, even though life is so hard. Oh, it's like you were at the meeting the whole time. I, yes. Stephen called me on speakerphone, I think he actually but dialed me and didn't even know. Oh, is that true? Yeah, you should hang up right now. Life is so hard. Sorry, I'm late. <laughs> yeah, you you are late. I just I was supposed to bring all the rice and apples for the cafeteria. We were out of rice and apples. Oh, thank you for getting that, Michael. Oh no, I sorry. That's what I came to say. I didn't bring any rice or apples. Michael, you're late, and you didn't bring them. Well, the distributor was late. Oh, sorry, I'm here now. I got the rice and apples. Okay, I feel like this maybe is outside my purview. The distributor is here at the meeting. Yeah, this guy ran away from me. Yeah, I ran away because he wasn't there, and I just sort of left. Yeah, 
no, I was right behind you. You ran for me. You tried to start a meeting on time and be nice. You asked to start the meeting once or twice. Why do you all make it so Uh, We don't want to be like um, adhering to the plot at every moment. Sometimes you just want to be in the world and meet some, especially I think because we're trying to live in a comedy podcast world. Yeah, yeah. We want to get away and do silly funs and games for a bit. Funs and games and funs and games not involving any of the central characters from the musical. Sometimes they'll come back. Sometimes they won't. So, um, yeah, so if we stick with The Little Mermaid, this is like Under the Sea or something. This is, uh, yeah, this yes. is Under the Sea. It's Les Poissons Les for Poissons. sure. Yeah, it's hard uh, Les Poissons. Uh, <laughs> it's just like there's a, there's a crab in a pot and he's probably going to die. Um, but he doesn't. But he doesn't. And it's God. in the world and it's like calling back rice and apples, but it's not really plot driven. Right, right. Yeah, it, it's, it takes place in the world, but it's sort of separate from the world. I feel like in every musical, there's like this song. If you listen to like any soundtrack, like all the way through, it's kind of like main characters need to like take a breath and they have like supporting kind of like comic relief types that come out and sing like a wacky song. And it really doesn't drive the plot forward at all. Just sort of like a fun, weird song that can happen like maybe in the middle of the first act or maybe even sometimes like right when you come back from the second act. It's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, depends. Yeah, just there's always one. I mean, I don't want to say. I don't want to say it's like my least favorite song of a, like in a soundtrack, like listening through, but sometimes it can be like, I don't know. I think just it's like less a, fun of a listen and more fun of a watch. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. like yeah. probably going to yeah. be something musically simpler and, uh, and, but watching it, it's probably depending on how intense your story is, it's probably like a needed respite to yeah. kind of recharge. We can't just hit that one note the whole is it, time. Is this, would this be King George and yes, Hamilton? Yes, yes, exactly. So. Yeah. Which we get three times. Which is a sure great do. comedic yeah. runner. I mean, he's yeah. doing three beats. Comedy comes in threes. Like, I think the comedy and music pattern overlap is why this is so satisfying for mm, yeah. our brains. Yeah. Is that we're like, oh yeah, we know they both are like pattern based and yeah. they're both secretly math. Like <laughs> <laughs> Secretly math. I, I'll also say from like a comedy and improv perspective, it's nice to have characters where they don't alter the world too much. It gives you like a much longer leash with what you can do to them and what, hmm. like who they are, what their backstory is. It doesn't really matter so much. So like this guy can be like, oh, this is the butcher who just got his hand bit off by an alligator. And like, <laughs> that would be a big deal if he was the main character in a musical. Yeah, we'd have to really deal we'd with that. We'd have to like deal with yeah. that. But, but if, if it's just the a- fifth guy late for the meeting, we could be yeah. like, yeah, all right, yeah, moving on. I, I guess George is here and he has this alligator accident and that's not great, but whatever. Yeah. This um, is great because you, you not only did you blow up the world by introducing a million characters, which I completely lost track of. Sure, uh, but you also musically totally threw us <laughs> threw us a bone where it's like I love nope, it. we're cutting out in the middle, yeah. Yeah. and it was extremely satisfying. If, if if music is math, you've just broken my expectations. Yeah, that's yes. the that, like Scott gets to mess with us by doing key changes. We get to mess with Scott <laughs> by being like stop, stop, song stop for a second. Someone I'm needs just, to enter. <laughs> it's probably Francois. I have a dumb joke, and it's probably a French guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. It's I mean, it's you, you raise a good point. I mean, musicals are visual; like they're all their song and dance. And so you have to, in doing a a podcast, you have to kind of make up for that a little bit. And yeah, and I think you said something that I feel like we didn't necessarily ever state as a goal. Where we were like, let's make sure 
we're world building type improvisers. Yeah. I think that's just something that Zach and I happen to both like doing and happen to both, you know, was a commonality that started mm. our partnership was like, you know, and also there should be like this random song where this or all this happens and there's like this world building and let's like lay on these specifics and let's not worry about, you know, let's build out the world. Let's be absurd and fast. Um, and then you imagine the choreography. And yeah. 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 Of course. Oftentimes these songs are structurally very different too. We may have said this already, but these are often like rapid fire, not, not structurally musically, structurally like lyrically, mm. like they will just be sort of a series of hurdles that Jess and I are setting up for each other and be like, mm. and now list things in a, well, this fruit bowl? Well, it has a lot, it's so many kinds of fruit. It's got bananas and peaches and oranges and grapes and melons, two melons, the melons, they are great. It also has persimmons and kiwis and ooh, so many different kinds of fruit. I think that you named all the fruits. I cannot think of one single fruit, so I will say that also next there is a vegetable bowl. We have potatoes and radishes and celery and carrots. Too many carrots, I can hardly even bear it. We also have some Brussels and parsnips. Oh, a parsnip, it's like a radish, does the trick. It's spicy like a carrot and it grows like a root. But eat too much of those Brussels and they'll give you the toots. And both bowls have tomatoes, cause no one knows where they go. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> like, well, that's, I love that too, because it's like, that's maybe another difference between musical theater and pop. Like in musical theater, it's so much about showing off lyrical dexterity, yes. creative rhymes, surprising kind of musical lyrical decisions in pop. It's like, that's not, not only does it not, is it not invested in that? It's like, if you're too clever in a pop song, it's not good. It's not, it doesn't help <laughs> anyone. It, <laughs> it takes listeners out of the experience. And I think that's because, I mean, with the exception of understanding that pop stars have persona, part of the appeal is that it's a real person and we have the benefit or we have the difference of being from behind a character. So yeah. if a character is clever, we're not like mad at the, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? We're like, mm -hmm. that's that character. That's that character. If a huh. person's clever. If person's, I'm like, what are you trying to prove? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who are you even? But like uh, a, a lyric, like very tiny, um, Sondheim wrote the lyrics for West Side Story. It was one of his like first mm -hmm. big jobs. And when he has like the a very off book in rap. I mean, and is that is to say we have a very, we sometimes <laughs> rap, but uh, like to say, I like the Isle of Manhattan, smoke on your pipe and put that in yeah. is like, okay, mm. that's, that's that tiny like couplet, I think like hit musical theater for like 30 years because yeah. that wordplay and also that's something that we're doing where the joke is second, you know, uh, Manhattan's not the funny part. Smoke on your pipe and put that in yeah. is the funny part. So it has mm. to go second. Like that line sucks if it's smoke on, on your, your pipe, pipe and put, put that, that in. That I like I the like island, the island Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what a wild thing that would be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas in pop, you can have a hit song that goes everybody rock your body. Yeah. And that's like yeah. well, perfectly. Backstreet is back. To be fair. <laughs> that's true. Yes. I mean that doesn't like <laughs> ever go. Not away. only does yeah. Now I mean that doesn't. You listen to that and you're like, oh, that's not a very creative rhyme, like, tsk, tsk. You're just like, oh, yeah, this is this is beyond it's about my intellect. It's it not about goes, meaning. It's exactly. about it's a feeling. Because yeah. I, I feel like go. in pop music, I mean, sometimes you'll be struck by the poignancy of lyrics. But for me, it's like the lyrics, the voice is an instrument. And so it is, it is just like 
the sound like my my husband doesn't really like rap music and uh, when I saw Kendrick Lamar at FYF I was like you would love that he just sounds like a drum mm. like oh, he, yeah. just like if you didn't know what he was saying the way that a, that he is a human it's great to listen can to. put words together it sounds yeah. like an instrument like it sounds it has like its own so yeah, yeah, so that's interesting. Like maybe in some ways, hip hop and musical theater have more in common today than like hip hop and I mean than musical theater and pop music do. Um, well, I don't know. You're boiling man more. <laughs> I think so. Um, yeah, I feel like the cheekiness of rhyme has started to make its way into musical yeah. theater. Right. On. Um, and I think like the the cheekiness of rhyme is one of the best parts of hip hop. You know, like that. Yeah. They're subverting expectations of rhyme all the time. They're like leaning into slants and, uh, mm. you know. I, I will say in terms of what is closer to comedy, rap is by far the genre that has like yeah. the most quote unquote jokes baked into it. It's like uh, the Lonely Island is walking a very fine line between like <laughs> what is a song written to be a joke and like how many of their lyrics would not sound out of place. in Because I think like that's part of part of what makes good rappers good is that like like. The cleverness and funniness and so that those two lines of comedy and rap are certainly closer together okay so we're talking about like defying expectations and what kind of just... gravity sorry that was that was just for dana it was for me <laughs> we will sometimes end songs and just go because <sighs> it's very funny to wait to it to end a song <laughs> so good are you familiar with wicked <laughs> I am not. That's no. how. That's, that's how Defying Gravity <laughs> ends. This is with Adina Menzel going. Uh, <laughs> how, is this satisfying? Or have you never heard Very Defying Gravity, Charlie? No. So satisfying. Oh, it's great. You gotta listen. Oh my god. Wow. We've Shark, done right? some fakey. Shark. We've done. We've we've called it back in a couple of yeah. musicals, where it just makes me so happy. I it's, get so excited. I know. I've stolen like this thing yeah. a million times yeah. from that song. Yeah. That song is a tour de force performance by Adina Menzel. So we're going to listen to it on the car. But but you had a thing to say and I I totally derailed (laughs) it. Which by the way, welcome to what it is like to be Jessica and trying to do this (laughs) podcast. Very apropos because we have like gone in a thousand directions from our musical. Yes. And the thing that totally stunned me the first time I heard your show was that the whole thing connects and you bring things back from the at the end where we go right back to the very beginning and everything sort of closes up. So my question to you is, do you know where we go next right now? Like, do you both of you know exactly where we go? No. Uh, no, I think we both know that there's probably a couple options. Okay. And then one of us will make a move or the, the guests will make a move, but uh, I feel like we would just, okay, so that song would end, you made my life so hard. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, Curtis, I never see you here this late. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought you were sleeping in the hospital director's room. Oh, yes. Um, I just have to lock some of the doors forever. What? I'm just going to kind of close this Curtis. one. This is an escape room now. The Sorry. hospital? Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. The whole thing is an escape room now. And when were you going to tell the staff or the people who they're sort of come here? part of it. See, we couldn't legally take them out because they're blah, 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 patient's bill of rights. We have to let them be alive and on life support or whatever. But we need to make more money in this space, Barbara. Don't you understand? If, 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 if we don't make more money, then how will the hospital director buy his second yacht? 
Curtis. He wants it very badly, Curtis. Barbara. He'll Curtis. stop at nothing You together. can't possibly care about if he gets a second yacht or not. Has he ever let you on a yacht? No. Well, then why would it matter to you if he gets a second yacht? I just want him to be happy. Don't you ever have someone that you care about? And even though they ignore you, even though they walk away from you down a hallway and they leave their trash behind in your hands, you still care about them and you don't know why. Don't you have that, Barbara? Wow. I bet you don't. What? I bet only I have that. But do you, Barbara? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I do. A person you do anything for. Yeah. A person for whom you'd lock this hospital door. No. Even though it means a bunch of people are probably going to die. He's your special guy. Wouldn't you do that, Barbara? Are we the same? No. I mean, yes, once in my life, mm -hmm. I've been left with trash. Right. But I would never lock up the hospital door. I would never do something so brash. And no, I know he wouldn't be worthy. He wouldn't be my special guy. If it meant lots of people would die. Sometimes love makes you do crazy things. Like go into a hospital's finances and really just pull all the strings And really just funnel a bunch of money into places it shouldn't be But you do it for him No Cause of the way he makes you feel For your special guy We're the same No You and I You I can can't let all these people die Think what is good and think what is not You can't care about a second yacht A second ship away from the shore Curtis, you have to want something more You shouldn't put your heart in someone's hands If you don't care first Or understand that lots of people will God. Curtis, stop! Get, don't put me in this room! I'm just gonna put you no, in No, Curtis! Curtis! Lock the door! Curtis! Just walk away from the cafeteria you locked her in. It's okay, she'll be fine. I'm sure she'll have lots of fun. We'll begin with her just hanging out in there and everything will be okay. And then Curtis and his special guy will go on a special date. He's your special, cause he's your, cause he's, oh, I can't do it. Curtis, how's it going? Oh, um, hello, hospital director. I've locked all the doors. Good. Can I ask you a question? Maybe. Ask it and why then I'll decide I never, if I'm going to act like it happened or not. Why have I never been on one of your yachts? Well, I only have one, as you know. If you had two, I'd definitely get to be on one of them, right? I don't know. Probably not. But they're really big, right? I don't think right? you have the right kind of shoes. 
What sort of shoes do you need? Just you have to have white bottoms. You have to have white bottom shoes. You can't have any black bottom okay? shoes. No, they're black bottom. It will scuff what if my I, ship. What if I paint them white? No, that's not the same. It's going to chip in off. Mayonnaise? No, that's disgusting, Curtis. Well, I don't know how to make the bottom of shoes white. You buy white bottom shoes. You they wear shoes a, that have white on the bottom? Yes, you imbecile. There's topsiders. There's Sperry's made exactly for being on the top of a ship. And if you don't have them, you can't be on my yacht. And I'm sure you don't have them. I'm going to ask... One more question. Okay. You're mean to me because you love me deep down, right? Absolutely not. Okay. I'll see you later. Where are you going? Just back to unlock a lot of doors here. He's not my special guy. I knew it. Not my special guy. No. You couldn't let a lot of people just die. Because he's not, he's not my special guy. See you in this cafeteria. I just had a delicious meal of fresh steamed rice and apples. Well, that's great. Dr. Thank you for Sutton. making me take a break. Oh, sure. Yeah, no problem. Is that the hospital director out there? Oh, yeah. I need to go have a word with him. But Barbara, this is the first time I have had a full stomach in days, and it's really making me think. I have never properly thanked you for all of the really wonderful things you've done for me. You gave me that cookie on Nurse's Appreciation Day. Sure, but, thank but you. I feel like a cookie on a day, literally, when someone is supposed to appreciate you, is the bare minimum. I would, I don't know if this is too forward, but out, outside of work, I'd like to, I don't know, take you out to dinner sometime, if that'd be okay. Yeah. Could we go out for lunch? Lu- yeah, let's start with lunch. Could we go out for lunch? Sure. I'd really prefer if we went out for lunch Because I have a hunch You have a hunch That if we went out for lunch If we went out for lunch The date would extend into the night And we could take a little walk We could walk around a pond And then maybe Saying a lunch that turns into dinner that turns into life. A lunch that turns into a dinner then into a life. Before we make our hearts both full To secure our future first I have to save this hospital And I knew that you would Hospital director Yes I need you to come with me Okay I've never met someone that I was more sure Needed brain surgery Clear room three Do you feel... I need you to answer a few questions. Yes. You feel angry all the time? Yes. You not know why? Yes. You feel like you need to hurt people all the time? Yeah, and before my ski accident, I was a very nice man. You were. I was thinking that. Everything changed after your ski accident. I think you may have something wrong with your brain. Do you mind if I just do some quick brain surgery? Hmm. It would be on me. I think it would be on. Yes, it would just be free. 
For me free. to do this brain surgery I like the sound of that Free surgery Some would say gratis I'm just saying you would not have to pay for this Normally expensive brain surgery Ooh, 12 hours later Jesus Christ, I'm tired It takes a lot of time It sure does I hope you don't mind But we brought you some snacks from the cafeteria Dr. Sutton I went up from rice and apples I brought you some delicious mutton Oh gosh, I miss the Ren Fair And I was so disappointed that I didn't get to have this mutton. Here, you are anointed, my favorite delivery guy. Oh, thank you so much. Do you work in the cafeteria? I do, yeah. Can I just say the people you work with are fucking nuts? They make it really hard for me. Thanks you for seeing me. You do a great job. Thank you for seeing me. Oh, he's, he's waking coming. up. <sighs> Hospital director Klein. <sighs> this is gonna be hard. The recovery process from surgery can take a long time. I want you to take it slow. What was that? I was rubbing my eyes. Oh yeah, you sure were. Hold on, someone's also cleaning the window outside. I'm sorry, I'll stop. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. You're just doing your job. <laughs> How do you feel? Can this possibly be true? Just helped me escape my doom. I want you to take it slow. You've avoided a fate most tragic, but this is a room that's safe, a room you won't need to escape. To the somewhere I got to be I'm prioritizing things that are important to me And let me do the same I'll thank you forevermore Now please, Kurt is coming from the door I was here the whole time I can always rely on you Wanted to make sure you were to join me for lunch um but uh yeah I'll, I'll have an iced tea and gosh i think maybe he'll have an iced tea barbara how were those 12 hours I'm so sorry i'm late no no being late is rude and it can really derail things if you do it all the time honestly i kind of had a buffer of 15 minutes in my head did so. you get a nice tea i got you one that's perfect 
I love iced tea. Me too. <laughs> what are the chances? I just kind of felt like... This table was missing tea. Something was missing for you and me. I know an appetizer that I think might be nice. Do you mind if I order an apple and steam rice? Now nothing, nothing is missing. Nothing's missing. <laughs> you did it. Nothing, nothing to add. That's magical. I, at the beginning of the, yeah. at the very beginning, you said you may or may not be human. And I'm convinced not. <laughs> yeah. That, that is that is magical. Oh, Truly, thank you. I'm mystified. I mean, we're just having a good time. <laughs> I you think, have a good time in a very unique, idiosyncratic, <laughs> yeah. strange way. Yes. Yes. And, and worth mentioning, Jessica and I have done. Many. Oh, I guess. Many. Oh, yes. Yeah, many, yes. many. Thousands of hours. This is your first time. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Many, many hours of tennis. This is our first <laughs> musical we've done. Is this how it go? Is this, is this a thing? Do it go like that? I'm really glad you did that because I felt like we 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 were going on and on and you just took us through the whole rest of the musical. What, well, what happened? Yeah, I feel like there. Um, uh, we did get to a point where we're like, okay, well now maybe we'll m momentum through and because we want to chat and, and and chat more yeah. with y'all. So, but yeah, that's basically you know you just start putting people together. So like I like you said, you know exactly what the next move is. No, I mean it could have been Doctor Sutton with the villain, uh, with uh, the hospital director. It could have been. Uh, someone like breaking off from the cafeteria it could have been curtis with the doctor it could have been lots of things i i was yeah, like let's get the the non protagonist together let's let's appeal to i think appealing to a henchman is sort of a trope mm. understanding why mm. curtis would be so aligned with such an evil guy mm -hmm. and trying to understand what that is is maybe something fun to explore yeah i think we really like the idea that <laughs> villains that our villains are complicated they're not like no one we have these ideas of like good and evil and like we look at you know uh, we look at like these people are evil and but no one I don't think anyone is the villain in their own story everyone thinks they're doing things for the right reasons right um or so you had a ski accident. Or yeah, you had a ski accident <laughs> and so like so you need a quick ending I mean that was really interesting to me because I was like okay we started doing surgery how do we bookend this musical yeah, by then yeah. ending with surgery again? Maybe we'll get back to like actually being inside a brain. Maybe we'll not. I mean, it's the, the idea of the of the sort of like bookends is less important than how technically you hit all of those things that happen. Um, oh. And we're looking for comedic callbacks and musical callbacks. Yeah. Um, which is, I think, improv training and also musical theater structure where, um, you know, when you hear a finale, you're going to hear motifs from earlier in so, the musical and like something so talking about things we're missing was like the most powerful like emotional peak we had had mm -hmm. so far mm -hmm. actually what was the opening chorus i was trying to remember it this is the an opening, opening number. number this is an oh, <laughs> uh, that's why we so couldn't we bring could, it back well, we could have <laughs> yeah. said this, this is, is a closing number, number. Yeah. 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 yeah 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 but when um, i was asking that question so you didn't know where the plot was going to go but you no, had a no, sense no. of like the direction out like we had to the conflict had been set up and you kind of had a sense of where a musical is going to go. I think in the point. same way that you are, if you're watching, you know, any movie and the 
the good guys are like sailing on a ship and there's half an hour left in the movie and you know that the bad guys also have a ship like <laughs> you can tell you can tell you what's going to happen like the yeah. bad guy ship is going to shoot at the good guy ship yeah. and it's probably going to look like everything is real bad until it's not yeah. and if yeah. you know there were a cloud of parrots in act 1 that it's like god I love those cloud of parrots they're such a harbinger of goodwill <laughs> like they're probably going to swoop in and save us on uh, when it gets choppy so do we know what's going on no, but to, to, to like we don't have the mental space to actually think of plot moves in sure. advance, really, particularly when Jess and I are doing just shows by ourselves because it's really like I can't not listen to anything she says mm -hmm. because that's she's only got I am her entire support line here, right? Um, but do we kind of know? I mean, like, yeah, anyone, I think people who know like the hero's journey know kind of what's gonna happen, and we like the shows that we have that break the rules a little bit more. that tell slightly different stories mm -hmm. um and if it wasn't the two of us and maybe we would have built out like a bigger cast of characters where we had more wants that needed to happen um but you know we have wants and we have obstacles and that's basically like going to be our spine so yeah. we're going to see some of those wants happen and some of them not and we're going to have people collide and then that's a story oh yeah that's a story and then there's redemption at the end. I mean, if you're singing, it has to be redemptive. This know? is a very funny. <laughs> I'm I'm like a it painfully is... happy ending, happy ending <laughs> driven. I have I have osmosed that from. There was a period of time in our first like ten episodes. I was sort of on a mission to see if I could kill everyone, <laughs> and I never did. I, well, one time I like aggressively no anded him. I was like, and they're all in heaven and it's still okay. And people definitely called out. They're like, Jess will not. Let it inset. That doesn't mean that like everything is perfect no, and no, resolved, no, no, no. and yeah. like everything is cheery. But yeah, when you're making up a song, it's it's a little for me. I think it's just a lot harder for me to access the material to make it up if it's not like I don't think I want to do it. Yeah, I just don't want to do yeah. it. So uh, there's enough downer in the world. <laughs> yeah, Amen. like so it's just it's gonna be like that's my wheelhouse. That's like my personal well. That's easier for me to access than if it was like. And that's how healthcare works. Like if that were the end of that, <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure, that might like have a place in this world, but that's not. Uh, we, we don't. We don't really. Not we my... don't. We don't have a lesson to teach yeah, here. We're idiots who make up songs. Yeah. Well, on that note, <laughs> I mean, what a you, Charlie. You came in here as a yeah. musical neophyte. Now, presumably, you know everything there is to know about <laughs> the history, form, and structure of the American musical. Are there any lingering questions we can answer for you before we wrap this up? I definitely learned a lot about the musical. Like, I feel like I have a clearer sense of the structure. I, I'm still, it's one of these things where sometimes when you know the magic trick, the magic is that much better. Um, it's it's such an honor to get to see you all do your work. Oh, gosh. Um, it's so fun, too. I'm just like, I honestly am like, I'm excited to see where the song is going, and I have no idea where it's going, and neither do you. So I had so much fun with this. Uh, I think the lingering question I have is that, you know, Nate and I have been doing this podcast for five years. We break down music. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. But if we wanted to launch off into the world of making improvised musicals, where do we begin? Or is it just like, it's too late? No. no. Uh, Never too late. I mean, I think... Uh, Improv training meets music knowledge makes for the strongest player. But uh, there are great players who kind of only have one of those sides. Like, mm. you know, they have a more built up right arm than left arm or whatever. Mm -hmm. They ha they come from a lot of improv training uh, and have like a great comedic mind and maybe don't know the musical theater tropes that they're pulling. Um, and like that, the music part is 
purely intuitive for them. Yeah. Uh, you know, Zach and I started doing musicals when we were children and did them mm -hmm. for years and years and years, and then both found improv comedy about like our early teens, and now have been doing. So I mean, we have yeah. our careers so, took left turns. So much like of the time has been uniquely positioned to put us like doing this, but I think if you're interested in improv comedy, to like study that and take classes, and then just listen to some soundtracks just to understand the palette that you're playing with. Obviously, rules are made to be broken, mm -hmm. but I think it's super helpful to have some musical theater reference point, just because it yeah. is different than pop music. To hear a character sing and describe their wants and their desires and maybe lay out plot isn't something you're going to know from just like, oh, I listen to music music. It's a different yeah. kind of song structure. Yeah, because someone's going to start an opening that is cell block tango, and it is very atypical <laughs> of a musical uh, improv opening, and you, if you don't know what cell block tango is, it's going to be like, why are people whispering disparate words? And why are people getting laughs from sitting in a chair backwards? <laughs> yeah. it's like, I think because also Zach and I are like com like comedians, we want all those laughs. So, yeah. you know, the reference point, we don't want to be reference led or, or restricted by reference, but to make a referential, you shouldn't not have that that potential it's all it's all paint to paint yeah with. exactly you it's want that what, tool in your belt exactly yeah so Nate I'll see you in improv class alright all right. hell yeah <laughs> we didn't get any avant-garde music there's nothing uh, there's no atonal music oh no uh, I mean you guys want to improvise is. a quick 12 tone real fast yeah, just to jump around a bit um, I'm trying to think what even would play with that Sondheim does a little bit but yeah. still falls back into yeah, so, it's so hard I think when if you're... we intentionally came in aiming at Sondheim, we'd probably do it, but we would never, I think, arbitrarily choose that horribly confusing genre. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. And again, like... I mean, we got pretty close with some of the cats, like... Yeah. <laughs> Scott plays differently when there's no... Yeah, like, he can give yeah. us harder stuff. Oh, this is great. <laughs> That's a beautiful... <laughs> I am a ghost... Ghost, ghost, ghost. <laughs> ghost. I'm trying to justify like why I would sing a song like that. That's the reason. Is if I was a ghost. But I mean, that is the nice thing is that if the right guest comes yeah. in and is yeah. like, and the ghost that only sings in twelve tone, <laughs> then they're, they're endowed. It, it doesn't work because. I need all my expectations to be set up, and there's I'm just too lost in atonal music. Yeah, I think yeah. yeah there's a lot of. There's yeah. a lot. I, sing, I, sing, I will say 90% of, of what I'm doing is predicting where they're yeah, going yeah, next, yeah. where they're like, and I'm going to, and I'm like, I hope you sing that note again, and they do, or they go, and it's going to sing, and I'm like, oh shit, all right, but we'll figure it out. We'll make it fun for Brett, because then Brett is now trying to follow <laughs> Sky, who is following uh, us. Uh, I always like telling Dana the key. <laughs> oh yeah, not Brett. tell yeah. me. Yeah. You're like, see. Sorry. I'm like, oh, I'm ready. <laughs> I could generally make out the... The root, and then I know when the five is coming back. There's a lot of ways to go from ass, one to man. five. <laughs> There's a high-tech version of the show where you yeah. guys have mics every time that only talk to each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my next yes. step. Yes, that's it. This has, been, this has been switched off book, the switched on pop off book. And Are you guys going to play some yeah, music? Be right Let's back after it. this Be right break. back after this break. We're going to take a little break, and then we're going to... Do some more. We'll do yeah, more. Okay. Make some sounds. Yeah. All right. But this is the end of the formal switched off book. book yes. Everything that comes after this is it's, it's the no man's land. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the switched no man's land. Welcome back to the no man's land. Oh no, we're gonna keep having fun with switched off books. So we have we got we got Charlie on the mandolin. Yes, yeah. that's what that is. Ooh, I love a oh, mando. Yeah. 
We got Nate on the bottom half of the keys, top half. Top half, baby. Scott on the bottom half of the keys. Ooh. So tell me, this is now your turn to educate me. Yeah. This is a we're gonna do a we're gonna improvise a bluegrass song. What are the sort of staples, lyrically speaking, of a mm. tone like uh, of a bluegrass song? Yeah. Bluegrass is is known for what they call the high lonesome sound. Charlie and I used to play we used to play a lot of bluegrass back in the day. Um, so it's the, it's the high lonesome sound. It's um, uh, it's 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 usually involving. Uh, it's like it's usually some kind of tale of 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 woe, but then there's a catharsis in the chorus. So it's like, uh, you know, maybe you're in jail. No one's gonna pay your your bail. Great, that's all I yeah. need to know. All right, know. you got the you got the gist. <clears throat> yeah. Sometimes there's trains. There's a lot of trains. Yeah, there's good. a lot of trains. Good. good. Um, yeah. I am a lighthouse. Yeah. Warm yeah, yes, by yes. the weather no, and Jessica, the wind. You're, you're a train. You're supposed <laughs> to be a train. <laughs> I'll show, I you, I'll am show a you. train I'll house. I'll show you how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is our segment. It's called Blue Grass. So, so blue, so grass. <laughs> so. Oh, just a train sitting in train jail. No track to roll for me. Transforming me and you. 
Is that how you do it? That's how they go? Nailed it. That's an old time classic. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in jail. Um, oh, wow. That was amazing. What a true joy to cross over two music pods. Give it up to switch on, switched on, switched on pop. Switched on pop. pop. And this has been Off Book. And (laughs) together, the Transformers, guess what Transformers are? (laughs) Two vehicles that can form another vehicle. I've seen it. That's how it goes. This has been Switched Off Pop Book, or some of those words altogether. Um, You can find Switched On Pop all the places where podcasts are. Every place where podcasts exist. That's right. So if you're listening, if you're an Off Book fan, and you're like, wait, this was so fun. Yeah. Listen to them dissect and pull the curtain back on pop music. pop music. It's really great. Similarly, if you are enjoying listening to this beautiful musical, which we will obviously have a whole score for. I mean, it's all composed yeah, we'll ahead make, of time. We'll right? make Scott write it out. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, that'll be available. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> no, I don't do Go back, more. binge all of the episodes. You invite the best comedians in the business onto your show. It is so much fun. It's the most enjoyable. Thank you so much. Uh, give it up for Brett on the guitar, yeah. Scott on the keys, Dana Ooh. on the drums, mm-hmm. Nate also on the keys. A little busy. Charlie on the mandolin. Okay. Mandolin solo, take us home. Yeah.